from a series of sexual abuse, rape, mental abuse and a couple of failed suicide attempts, Noma is a young lady who went through hell growing up as a child and also had to struggle as a young adult as a result of the demise of her mother. I lost my mom when I was seven years old and that was, <clears throat> so was the beginning of a bitter story. Like after her death, things changed, life just became upside down. As a female child, <laughs> growing up without a mom is, is one of the greatest challenge ever any child can face especially in this part of the world we are. After her mother's funeral, Unnama's family returned to the city and this time she was with a strict uncle who she could hardly interact with and the absence of her father made things worse as she was sexually abused by her neighbor at the early age of seven. She couldn't open up as a result of fear. I was scared. My uncle does not, like, he, he never gave us that, that free space to interact with him. So I was scared of telling him. And my dad, as well, was not always around. He's not always available. So there was nobody to talk to then. So I kept this to myself. And it continues and continues and continues. There was a time I came back from school before the other kids. As usual now, after pulling your clothes, sometimes maybe we eat um, lunch at home, then we'll step out. Sometime after siesta, then we'll step out, we'll go to his place to watch movie. When I came to his room that very day, his wife was not around. Um, he was watching an Nigerian movie. So when I came in, he locked his door. I was sitting comfortably because I was not having any bad that was the first time he started molesting me then i was free i was watching the movie and before i knew it the man stood up went to his room brought out a cassette and play played when he said i should sit comfortably and watch that i'm going to enjoy it before i knew it that was my first time watching a blue film at my age you know seven years old the movie kept on going and going. So I was not telling him that, brother, please change this movie. I don't like it. He was telling me that, why am I behaving as if I'm a kid? The man refused. And I remember I left the room. I went outside to play. I didn't tell anybody. After a while, again, I came to his house. You know, as a kid, we don't have this. We are not yet matured. You know, if it were to be now, I know I won't ever cross his room, his door. So I went back to his house. He saw that for the second time, he didn't put that same cassette. And this time around, he, he, he came to where I was sitting, sat close to me. I was not even having any breasts on my chest, but this guy started molesting me, like, rubbing me. I was just looking at him, like, what is this man even doing? Before I know, his man took me to his, like, raised me, jacked me to his bedroom. I was trying to pull off my pants, which I told, now told him that if you try it, I'm going to shout. And when I shout, my uncle is going to hear it. He got scared and he left me. For the third time again, that, that it was happening, as the, the third time I, not like it was the third time entering his room, it's just that it, it was the third time of um, me getting that molesting experience from him. Yeah. So when I came again to the room, this time around he was not playing any cassettes for me to watch, like the blue thing. It was just a normal Nigerian movie, and again he came 
was now using all his force to like pull off my pants and i could remember there was this glass cup on his table that was how i raised that cup and i you know i don't even know what came over me that very day but i felt that was just the only way to escape i broke this man's head i became scared i ran to my own house i, I could remember that very day i slept under the cushion that's other other under our cushion that very afternoon because i was scared i was thinking he was going to tell my uncle that this is what i did to him so i slept there from that afternoon until in the night when my dad came back i was asking after me everybody was like they don't they didn't know where i went to my uncle was even surprised because he didn't see me going out so where am i until the letter discovered me under the cushion that was where i slept off and i couldn't tell anybody after some children in Norma's neighborhood opened up and exposed her neighbor's ordeal, she opened up and that made her father relocate from the environment. There was a time that I think one of the child in the compound there opened up and was like, this is what this one has been doing. You know? This is that, this is that. Everybody, all you many kids started opening up. So everybody started opening up. That was the only time I became so confident enough to open up. And I told my dad, because my dad was at home that very afternoon. That was the only time I, I could open up. And then my dad was like, okay, since this is the case, as he's not always around, he don't want somebody to come and spoil his kids. We relocated to another different environment entirely. Relocating to a new environment did not stop Norma from being abused as she got raped by a family friend. Being hurt by the incident, her father sought justice, but justice couldn't be gotten as various life threats made the issue worse. After the rape, it was so very hard for my dad to let go to forgive and let's go because i was a little girl that was raped and needed justice then but <laughs> the justice we are seeking for would have you know destroyed our lives because there were lots of threatening here and they life threatening so that fear alone made my dad just let go i never forgive the guy because it was somebody i trusted but he let out on the beast that destroyed my life and after some months i realized i was pregnant this situation was something that i can it's that's a situation that broke me to pieces i i i never felt the way i was feeling then even when I lost my mom, like my mom's death was even much more better than what I was feeling then. We're being raped by somebody I trusted, and nobody could have. Nobody is is even, you know, taking my case far because everybody was scared of whatever might happen. You know, justice was not given to me. A lot of things so i the, that that broke me down i i felt i was i was really broken then realizing i was pregnant as well so each time i look at the the pregnancy i'll be the the the, the, the bombs like the, the belly my belly i'll be like ah, how sure am i that i'm going to even love this kid like this child knowing fully where the dad is a rapist i give back to the child and the child was a year and um, six months then i lost him as well wow after the whole suffering the whole you know i lost him he was very sick and 
all efforts was just in vain. We lost him at the end. Years later, Onama's father remarried and that was another beginning of a challenge she had to grow up with. My stepmom, my dad got married to her after 12 to 13 years, after my mom's death, after she died, has 12 to 13 years after. That was when my dad got married to her. She never saw us as her kids. I don't know. I don't know why. She she always competes us with her kids. Like there's this secret competition between us and her kids. Yeah, she had um, two kids from her previous husband. Noma's stepmother wasn't friendly as she always accused Noma of wrongdoings, almost turned her father against her as she alleged Noma to be a witch and a traitor. This led Noma to her first suicide attempt. There was a time she traveled, and when she came back from her hometown, she told my dad that so, there's this prophet texting her, please, that told her that I am a witch, that I want to kill my dad, I want to make sure my dad go poor, go rich. There were so many accusations that I was like, hey God, why not just take my life and make a reverse? What is all this? Is it a crime that I lost my mom? I do, everything was just... The worst thing is my dad will always believe to those lies, to those stories of hers. He said that's what his wife has been saying, that I'm the reason for her miscarriage. I'm the reason for... Uh, that was when I told myself that, okay, it is finished. I took that harmful stuff, substance. For me to just wake up and see myself on the other side of eternity. But I still see myself for this world. I mean in the hospital. <sighs> Several times I have been saved from those mess. The mess of trying to commit suicide because of my stepmom. Because I was just thinking, I was to me I was feeling that that's, that's the only way to just survive whatever is going on. That was just the only way to like be free from this woman. I was depressed, I was frustrated, I, became, I started seeing every other person as, you know, it affected my relationship with every other person around me. Onama recalls a day she was terribly ill but was denied access to her father and access to medical care by her stepmother. So this, that, that particular, that fateful day, I had an um, ulcer attack, and which, it was just my mom, my younger brother at home, with her kids at home. I was, I couldn't even stand for a minute. I was just bending because I was feeling the pain, oh my God, right from my belly, deep down to my back, I was fit, so I couldn't stand uprightly. I begged this woman for, I think, jealousy. 20 naira, I can't. Oh my god, I begged her for 20 naira so I can be able to buy Jerusalem and you know, take. Man, this woman told me she don't have money. I was like, okay, since my own phone is off, no charge, please, can you please borrow me your phone so I can call my dad, tell him that, okay, I am sick so he can be able to come back home earlier. She told me that she don't have card. I said, okay, me now, I have card on my SIM card, but just the problem is I don't, my phone is dead. I don't have charge. Can you please borrow me your phone so I can just put my SIM card 
or your battery on my phone and call this man this woman refused she went out she came back it was evening time i was still lying down man no money and it was just me and my younger brother he was just looking at me we were just hopeless and helpless because i was having not not even a penny was on me i was so broke i was not working now no this house thing so i was not having money with me my dad came back home that day i think um around 7 p.m yeah seven in the evening he came back home and i was i was able to manage to crawl from my room down to my dad's room and when i came to the door of the room i knocked i was on the floor like as if i, I had no legs because i couldn't stand that was how terrible it was like i was knocking and she came in came out from the room i was like what's once it's 6 p.m nobody knocks at this door once it's 6 p.m nobody's coming to this room i was like but you know <clears throat> i have been like this since morning i've not eaten i'm in pains please i want to see my dad can i please talk to him at least he should be able to know that okay his daughter has been sick for since morning till this time she told me that she get out from the that she wants to close her door As a young lady dealing with depression and low self-esteem, finding love from outside was her only resort. That's how we round almost all my friends' house, both the female, both the male, just to clear off my hair, just to feel happy because I was lacking love. Because to me, I was not raised by love. I was not raised by love. So I was struggling to, it was a struggle to gain that love at home. So why not gain it, get it outside? I thank God nobody took advantage of my vulnerability then. So it was crazy. It was, it was very crazy. I felt, I felt love more outside than in the house. Unnama's advice to parents is to always be conscious of how they treat their children as it could either make or mar them. So parents, it's my advice eh, to parents. They should just know that they have that power to break a child and also to make a child. And there's power in this tongue. You know, sometimes when we are angry or when we want to frustrate somebody, we say whatever we want to say. Not minding the, 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 the way the other person, the victim will feel. The way those words will sound to those victims. You can't be telling me that I'm a failure, I'm a failure all the time. You expect me to be, to be happy with myself or to be, to be expecting me to feel I am not one. When you're always repeating it. To get to a point that those words will start sinking in my ears and I'll start telling myself that, okay, of a true, I'm a failure. That's why I don't blame most of these prostitutes out there. Yes, I know it's a choice. Yes, it's a choice to be whatever you want to be. But then, there are some circumstances and some situations that will push you to do whatever you don't feel like doing. I, I thought of so many drastic things. And then you'll see some men that will just be coming to be flashing money at you just to gain in. Of course, and you, you, you to yourself, you'll tell yourself that, okay, you just have to do these things because you want to survive. Though the journey was rough, notwithstanding the challenges she is still facing, Unama finally got admitted into the university where she is currently studying community health. Her joy knows no bound as she is living the life of her dreams. Seeing myself wear this uniform, ah, it, it, it gives me 
enjoy like each time i wear my uniform and i snap or each time i open the school and then a lecturer will greet me like ah this girl wow you're brilliant i'll be like not like i am that brilliant too because i am just living the life of my dreams i am just living the life of god's will that's why everything seems to be kind of easy for me not <laughs> be standing the whole troubles trials difficulties in fact i went to hell and i came back it was that stuff i went to hell and i came back i thank god for grace and one thing is suicide will never be an option option because it is not even an option even though that of my stepmom punishing us stabbing us maltreating us it's not ended yet but thank god i i don't used to be where i was known or where i used to be that stagnant girl that, that her life was just on pause thank god my life is moving smoothly just the way god wants it and i'm grateful for life